on shearing sheep and other farm notes. Snug to the oily confines of this tall bag, this visitor from town listened to the even grind of shears peel away dirt-gray wool off the bony backs of the ewes. My grandpa, our family's next-to-last Nebraska farmer, handled the shears, nicking a rib, a leg bone, to leave their fresh white bodies speckled red. The ewes and yearlings must have felt clean and free, but fought like hell to avoid the buzzing sound. My uncle let me try to lift a bale of hay, and I was relieved I could move it at first, but shrank away after failing to flip it into a feed bunk. Driving a tractor was out of the question, too. Sitting on the pickup's tailgate with Tippy the farm dog amid empty beer cans was my spot. When I hoed beans northwest of the sheepyards with my brother and sister and the cousins, it felt like a privilege. Those dirt-clawed fights hurt, and hunger often bit into my gut. But Grandpa always pulled up with a cooler of water, and his soft laughter brought a kind of shade over us in that bean field. Still a boy, nobody mistook me for a farmhand. I was neither handy, nor did I know a lick about farming, but I liked being there like Tippy chasing the farm truck out to check the wells at dusk. I knew I'd catch up. But the farm fell through a hole in the ground called debt in the late 80s and left us Rosses like that helpless boy who will never lift a bale of hay into a feed bunk. Generations of older farmers have made an indelible mark on younger kin. Here, a high school student from Eagle describes her grandfather on his farm in Minnesota. Then a teacher who grew up near Dodge, Nebraska, tells about her father's first job off the farm back in the 50s. 